listening to Ranking Tracks, part of CKCC Radio. And now your host, Jeff Trellowitz. And welcome to episode number 25 of Ranking Tracks here on CKCC Radio. My name is Jeff, and I am honestly surprised at something right now. Aerosmith is one of my all-time favorite bands, and yet somehow this is my first foray into their music for this podcast. I'm not sure what took me so long, but I'm going to enjoy talking about this one. We're actually going to talk about the comeback album that helped solidify them after the success of their collaboration with Run DMC. I'm, of course, talking about Permanent Vacation. This album came out in 1987. I was actually 10 years old at the time of this release. It was recorded over the time frame of March to May 1987 and was released on August 25th, 1987. It was recorded in both British Columbia, Vancouver, as well as New York City. Uh, According to Wikipedia, it is hard rock and glam metal. It is 12 tracks coming in at 51 minutes and 38 seconds. Four songs were released as singles as well, so we're going to talk about them throughout the course of this podcast. Like I said, this song, this album was actually their big comeback. They had failed miserably with Done With Mirrors, which was kind of a bad album, I'm not going to lie. And then all of a sudden they hit it big with the collaboration with Run DMC, and they came back with one of their biggest albums of all time. So I'm going to enjoy talking about Permanent Vacation. I actually had this vinyl back in the day. That's how old this is. And that's how old I am, too. And I am proud of it. So, yes, time to talk some permanent vacation. My least favorite song off the album is the last track. It's track number 12. It's called The Movie. And it is an instrumental. And now, again, I've mentioned this several times throughout this podcast. I'm not a big instrumental fan. Um, It seems to have been a big 80s thing to do to have that one random song whether it be the first song off the album or the last, which is nothing but an instrumental. It's a great way to showcase the other musicians in the band, but again, for me, I'm, I like the lyrics more. So for me, the, my least favorite song off the album is called The Movie. It is track 12. My 11th favorite song is track number 8. It's called Girl Keeps Coming Apart. Uh, lyrics include... She's right peculiar, she'll try and fool you, but the girl keeps coming apart. She's so appealing, right off the ceiling. Yeah, the girl keeps coming apart. What did I tell you? She buy and sell you. You know why? That's right, because the girl keeps coming apart. She's so affected, I'm so rejected, and the girl keeps coming apart. Again, something else I've mentioned numerous times on this podcast. I'm not a huge rhyming guy, so... uh, Again, it's... For me, other than the movie, there is not a bad song off this album. It does remind me of my childhood, because like I said, I grew up on this music. Uh, Aerosmith was the first concert I actually went to. I went uh, during the Get a Grip tour to see them with lead act Jackal, who came on stage with a chainsaw. That's all I remember about Jackal. Chainsaw. So... Uh, but yeah, it's it's an alright song. It's not great. It's not terrible. It's also, you know, just kind of there. So for me, my 11th favorite song off the album is called Girl Keeps Coming Apart. Next up, 
number se- number 10 is the first song off the album it's called hearts done time it's about falling in love with someone or being attracted to someone who has a significant other met a woman she had a man couldn't help it i had a plan right around midnight he was gone saw her red light she left it on and oh my heart's done time and oh now she's mine there's a reason for these chains it's like we suffer to ease the pain now i got this feeling inside of me my heart's in jail and i can't break free so he got the girl but now he feels guilty because he broke up a relationship so you know you look at a lot of aerosmith lyrics and they tend to be more on the risque side not quite acdc level but some of their songs definitely have that uh element to sex to them i mean look no further than love in an elevator and they're not necessarily all that obvious but this one actually shows a lot more depth than you usually see so usually you know you think you think of a rock song guy's happy he broke up a girl's relationship because he gets her now but this one kind of shows a different side so i did enjoy that aspect of it again it's it is a fine song there's nothing bad about it but i think there are much better songs off the album which we will be discussing my neck my ninth favorite song off the album may also be a continuation of hearts done time because it's called simaria and it is about a woman that has taken this man's breath away Walk in the lawn of a razor's edge, take it as far as it goes. Slice of the sky on a silver wedge, higher and higher we go, let's go. Ladies in black, put a spell on me. Feels like my head's going round and round and round and upside down. Ladies in white, ain't my cup of tea. So be it, I need long legs and big eyes. Ooh, she drives me crazy, ooh, Cimarroa. For all we know, Cimarroa is the girl that he fell in love with that was dating another guy. We don't know. Uh, Again... I've used this term quite a few times over the course of the podcast. This song is pure rock and roll, and I think that's what I like about it. It's it's a fun rock song. Uh, nothing more to really say about it. The next song I want to talk about is the first single to actually be released off of Permanent Vacation. It is track number seven. It is called Hangman Jury. Uh, again, when you think about Aerosmith, you think pure rock and roll. They are probably one of america's best rock and roll bands however they also have been known to dabble in the blues every once in a while in fact uh, a couple years ago well a little bit more than that at this point they put out a whole album called honking on bobo which is nothing but a blues album and so listening to the song hangman jury you can definitely tell that this where their uh, influences lie as far as blues. And so the lyrics are, Drank so much hooch, it made my eyes be getting blurry. They say I nailed her to the wall. A stitch in time don't mean a thing. No hangman jury can make me crawl, because I'm a poor boy. Don't you line the track for a lack of... Oh boy, don't you line on the track. Uh, it wasn't a successful single off. Did not do really well. Uh when it was actually released but it's not a bad song at all i do enjoy it because it is a complete change of pace from the rest of the album there's one other song that does have a bit of blues to it and we'll get to that when it comes up uh my issue with this song is the exact same phrase getting repeated probably close to 30 times 
Oh Boy Don't You Lime the Track. Uh, makes the song one of the longer songs off the album for that exact reason. Because again, it is a very long, very long song. Because it's, it's 5 minutes and 31 seconds long of them repeating that phrase quite a few times. I think I would probably enjoy this song a lot more if it was repeated. Maybe a little bit less. But that's me. The next song I'm going to talk about is track number two. And it is my seventh favorite song off the album. It's called Magic Touch. The lyrics include, Somebody better call me a doctor. Doctor. Or wake me up with a shove. I'm going to knock you off your rocker. Rocker. Because I think I'm in love. I tried to get a message to you, but you walked the other day. Or, sorry, you walk the other way. I need your magic touch, don't you know? I got a habit and I can't let go. Feel the fire burning slow. You better get it while it's hot now, babe, because I can't let go. Don't need a wedding with a shotgun, so don't push me too far. Don't try to take me for a fool child. Again, it's a song all about the fine line between love and lust, it seems, that uh, whoever this woman is has... Uh, gotten feeling things that he's not felt in a while and so track number two is called magic touch next up is actually at the halfway point is a beatles cover song it's called i'm down uh aerosmith has now covered three different beatles songs because they did come together they did this and they also did helter skelter i'm down is track number 11 and again it is a little bit of a uh different song for the album because again it's more positive music at least not you know depressing sad music which i'm down really is when you actually take a look at the lyrics you telling lies thinking i can't see you don't cry because you're laughing at me i'm down i'm really down down on the ground i'm down how can you laugh when you know i'm down how can you laugh when you know i'm down Man buys ring, woman throws it away. Same old thing happens every day. So while most of the other songs are about love and or lust, this one is definitely about rejection and, uh, yeah, just rejection. There's no other way to look at it. And now, a word from our sponsor. Hey friends, Chris O'Mealy here, and if you're into nerd culture like I am, then you'll love my show, The Nerd Table, airing every Monday morning at 7 a.m. on the CKCC radio channel. Eric Flores, Dan Peck, and myself discuss everything from movies, TV shows, video games, music, sports, and more while we tell hilarious stories, interview interesting people, and just have fun conversations about the things we enjoy. Check us out every Monday at 7 a.m. on CKCC Radio. And if you're a fan of The Simpsons, CKCC Radio delivers the Stupid Sexy Podcast every Friday evening as Dan Peck and I review every episode of The Simpsons ever. All this and many other great shows can be found on CKCC Radio. Listen to us wherever you find your favorite podcasts. And if I don't mind doing a shameless plug myself, speaking of the stupid sexy podcast, check out this weekend's episode that will drop in six days or so, because there's going to be a special guest host. It's me. That's right, I'm going to be making my Stupid Sexy Podcast debut, talking about Three Men in a Comic Book, a Season 2 episode of The Simpsons. So check that out. Now, in the meantime, let's get back to some Aerosmith. And rest assured, when the Flaming Moe's episode comes up, 
you know I'm going to throw my hat in for that one as well. But now we're going to talk about the title track of this album. It is track number 10, and it's called Permanent Vacation. And those lyrics for Permanent Vacation are, I got a letter from a friend the other morning. He says it's hot down by Montego Bay. I got the point, and now I think it's finally dawning. Yeah, I got to get away. I got to take myself a permanent vacation. The sky's the limit, but my plane won't fly. My nose is clean, and Lordy don't need no sedation. That's the reason why. I really need it, really, really need St. Tropez. Uh, again, I think this is a very relatable song. I think that we all need a little bit of a vacation. Maybe not necessarily a permanent one. I know I am dreaming of the day that I can get away for just a little bit. Feels like forever. And so, yeah. Um, I think, like I said, we all have that feeling of wanting to get away. Especially when things get a little hectic and crazy. And uh, things have been pretty crazy the last year plus. So... Are you with me? Do you need a semi-permanent vacation? Yeah, me too. And next up is St. John. Now, when I talked about Hangman Jury, I said there was another song that was heavy on the blues, and that would be St. John. And this one definitely adds the element of some religious talk as well. John was bad. He gave, in, he gave it everything he had. John, he prayed for all the people ever made. John was cool. He never did know after school. Late at night, when he praised the Lord, he laid his hands down upon the bloody sword. Tell the people they follow you, they follow you. But every night he praised the Lord. He laid his hands down upon the bloody sword. Again, not necessarily a big religious song guy. There are a couple songs that I do enjoy. Uh, maybe one day I will do a special, you know, religious podcast. Probably not, but you never know. Um, again, this song is so heavy on the blues. It's just like Hangman Jury does have a different vibe to it because of that. And I think that's why I enjoy the song. Uh, you know, if I was so inclined, one might even say this one was a banger. It is a toe tapper for sure. Uh, again, I enjoy it because it does have a different vibe to it than most of the other apps rest of the album so i'm talking about saint john which takes us to the top three and these three are just creme de la creme aerosmith especially off this album these songs are also the three remaining singles off the album that's how good they are my third favorite song off the album is the third track on the album and it is ragdoll Living in a movie, hot trap, daddy's little cutie. You're so fine, they'll never see you leaving by the back door. Hot times, get it while it's easy. I don't mind, come on up and see me. Ragdoll, won't you do me like you've done before? I'm feeling like a bad boy, just like a bad boy. I'm ripping up a ragdoll, like throwing away an old toy. Some babes talking real loud, talking about all the new crowd. Try and tell me of an old dream, a new version of the old scene. Like I said, Aerosmith has not had an issue with some sexually explicit lyrics, and this song definitely has some. Uh, again, the, the part of the lyrics don't necessarily fit the vibe of the song because it is very upbeat, and yet, again, when you sit here and actually read the lyrics, you can kind of take a step back and be like, damn, is that what he's really saying? And then number two is... 
the uh, biggest ballad off the album. Again, Aerosmith definitely has had their fair share of ballads, their biggest hit of all time. And this, again, here's a little bit of information that I never could quite believe. Uh, the biggest song of Aerosmith's illustrious career was actually off a movie soundtrack. I Don't Want to Miss a Thing was their, was their biggest hit, yet when you think about all the different songs and all the different albums they've had, I was always taken aback by that. So I'm, of course, talking about track number nine. For me, it's number two. And I'm, of course, talking about Angel. I'm alone. Yeah, I don't know if I can face the night. I'm in tears, and the crown that I do is for you. I want your love. Let's break the walls between us. Don't make it tough. I'll put away my pride. Enough's enough. I've suffered, and I've seen the light. Baby, you're my angel. Come and save me tonight. You're my angel. Come and make it all right. Don't know what I'm going to do about this feeling inside. Yes, it's true. Loneliness took me for a ride. Without your love, I'm nothing but a beggar. Without your love, a dog without a bone. What can I do? I'm sleeping in this bed all alone. I mean, if this isn't, you know, a heart-wrenching song, then there are none. I mean, it definitely hits you in the feels. Uh, God will do anything for that one special woman. She is his angel, and will just having her in his life makes everything all right. And with today being what it is, if you're listening to it on the day of the release, today is Valentine's Day 2021. And this is the perfect Valentine's Day song for anyone who is uh, thinking about that one special person who just knowing that they're thinking about you as well makes everything all right. So that takes us to the number one song on the album. I'm, of course, talking about track number five. And it is Dude Looks Like a Lady. Again, this is one of those songs that I think everybody knows. I do not need to read you the lyrics. You know it. You love it. It is, again, it is one of the quintessential Aerosmith songs. I think it's one of those songs where if you ask random people, name five Aerosmith songs, I'm pretty sure Dude Looks Like a Lady would be on that list of about 90% of people asked. So there isn't much to say about it. Again, bit of the scandalous uh, innuendo songs about a guy who is hitting on what he thinks is a woman, but it's a dude. Uh, I'm not going to say we've all been there because I know I haven't, but uh, I, hey, I don't judge if you have. So, uh, But yeah, again, it's one of the greatest songs by Aerosmith. It is a fun song, even if it is a bit of a scandalous song. So, my number one song off Permanent Vacation is Dude Looks Like a Lady. And that is going to wrap up episode number 25 of Ranking Tracks. I've made the vow that I will not repeat a single artist until at least hitting episode, until I finish 30 episodes. So, we still have two more months since I alternate uh, weeks of me being able to duplicate an artist. Uh, so... It's time for me to announce who my next album will be. I think that 
uh, based off the success of the one country artist that I've already done when I did a Garth Brooks song or Garth Brooks album early on in the podcast run. It's time to return to the genre. And so I'm going to cover, or on my next episode, it will be George Strait's One Step at a Time from 1998. Again, I'm a I went through a huge country phase at one time, and, you know, Aerosmith's pure unadulterated rock. George Strait is pure unadulterated country. So I'm going to have fun with this one. So in two weeks, join me here on Ranking Tracks when I talk all things George Strait, one step at a time. In the meantime, don't forget to check out the other great shows here on CKCC Radio. There's still a couple hours left here on Valentine's Day, so if you're able to spend time with the one you love, stop listening to podcasts. Go spend time with them. Thank you, and I hope you have a great day. Stay safe, and have a good one, everybody.